come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits the Saturday Night Freak Show? <laughs> Welcome back, boils and ghouls, to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. All you freakazoids out there. Yeah, I like that one. Uh, it's, uh, taken. I can't use freakazoid. Oh, is Did it? Did you check on that? Like by the cartoon, freakazoid. Oh. We can't use that. Yeah, we can. No. Yeah. Well, they we didn't had asked, coin the term. Uh, that cur- that they may have. Out. You don't know. <laughs> that term's been you don't around. know that. That term's been around since like the 80s. <laughs> okay. We had asked on our last episode what you would like to be called as the and freak show fans. And since none of you said anything. No, we got it. Yeah. Oh, did he? We got boils and ghouls uh, yeah. from what we used oh, yeah, to do on Freakazoid. Yeah. So yeah. if uh, the rest of you would like to vote on either. <laughs> if you have any other ideas. <laughs> yeah. Ladies and germs. Well, welcome back. Or your first time joining us to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast, which is a weekly radio show where we watch a movie, then we talk about it for your listening pleasure. Who are these internet radio superstars you'll be hearing from? Sean. Michaela. Holly. And I'm Colin. And we just want to remind you, well, first of all, please give us a like, subscribe, a star rating, a review on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn, or wherever you found us. Uh, and also, you can get a hold of us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. On Twitter. At Saturday Freak Show. You can email us. Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. I mean, and you can also track us down on Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show. Tonight, we watched a movie that was chosen by... Holly. Me. Holly, what did we watch tonight? We watched Dawn of the Dead, the 2004 version. Directed by... Directed by Zack Snyder. Wait, is there a different version of this movie? There is. There is an original from 1978. And directed by who? George Romero. (laughs) May he rest in peace. May he yes. rest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know the horror uh, world is, this is like the first time we're actually commemorating uh, yeah. the passing of George Romero, I think, on this show. But, uh, I mean, he was the guy who created the cinematic zombie, pretty much. Pretty much. He's king of zombies, really. Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. The godfather. He is the godfather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot him in the head. They mm-hmm. come back from the dead and mm-hmm. yeah. removing the head or destroying, destroying the, the brain. brain. <laughs> well, yeah. So now we're into well, okay. So Dawn of the Dead, two thousand and four. I right. mean, right now we're at a point where it seems like zombies are everywhere in popular culture. Are we past that that um, pinnacle, the hump? I mean, in two thousand four, I think it's like ramping well, no, up. I mean, right? right oh, now, right now, yeah. right now. Yeah, I think we're, we're that we're over the hump. At so this yeah, two thousand four, they were they were pretty dominant, but I think we're kind of. We're at a weird. I think we're at a weird phase. We're kind of over vampires. We're kind of over zombies. We're in this weird like, what do we do next phase? We remake everything. Is what we As do. We, we, we like wait uh, World War Z two eventually on the yes, horizon. Yes, because but... everyone's waiting with bated breath for that movie. Right? <laughs> yes, I know. I am. Yeah. You know what you're getting yourself into, David yeah. Fincher. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. This don't is my plea it. right He's now. Above Fincher, that. Don't do it. Just please don't. Yeah. Ever. Don't need Never, to. Never ever. Mm-hmm. No one. No one do it. Yep. Not just, just, let's just not no let one. it happen. And it's not like World War Z was like a bad movie. <laughs> no, I, like, I enjoyed it. Do we need more of it? No. I, you know, it's no. Could not, be far, could not no, be no. farther from its source material if it tried. It could <laughs> not be farther from the books it yeah. was adapted from. It should from. be a, a TV show. Yeah, it, it mean, really it's, should. It's like journal entries. It's mm-hmm. more episodic. Yep. But we kind of have two zombie TV shows at least going on right now. 
The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. I was going to say, dude. Nobody's watching that one. I was going to say, are you counting Fear the Walking Dead? Because nobody watches that show. So much so, they're just recently been like, we're going to do a crossover episode, right? Let's do that. Maybe somebody will know. Mm -hmm. And they're like, crossover with what? Oh, you have another show. We'll cross over with that one. It's just the yeah. worst, laziest title for like a shared universe TV show. You just add something <laughs> onto the already existing title. Like that's just so hackneyed and lazy. I can't mm-hmm. believe that. I watched the like the first episode and I was like, nope, mm-hmm. I'm out. I think that was everybody. Yeah, it was like Meh. that's because I, well, is is your apathy for that show based on the fact that there's like a super saturation of zombie like pop culture? Zombie movies, zombie TV shows. Not really. I mean, I, mean, I think we're on the downturn of it. They've definitely like, jumped the shark. Like, I think yeah. I'll say that this movie, Dawn of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead was the uh, during the uptick mm-hmm, of zombie mm-hmm. stuff, and currently today we are looking into the downturn. Mm-hmm. Right, well, let's stuff. jump in the wayback machine. So in 2004, so like zombie movies had taken a hiatus for many years. It seemed like mm. since the 80s. I mean, we were looking at. Uh, what was the last? Okay, so Dawn of the Dead was preceded by um, Twenty Eight Days Later. Yes, which also had the running zombies. Mm-hmm. So that was Twenty Eight Days Later. Well, Return of the Living Dead, I guess, in eighty five had the running zombies. But I mean, the new modern brand of so, this, yeah, Rage Zombie, House of the Dead was right before this. It was two thousand three, which was based on a video game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and prior to that was Resident Evil, right? which was based on a video game. Mm-hmm. So Kinda. It's like zombie... Well, right, the movie is... But I mean, the idea that there's zombies yeah. and... Zombies and whatnot. Yes. That is that is where they're connected that and is, where they depart. The <laughs> there are zombies in this movie. Yes. And, and we shall it. call it Resident Evil. Yep. That was it. Yeah. It, I mean, it is... And that movie just kind of missed... It seemed like it missed... Like, it didn't want to play the zombies, uh, you know, like, the, no. the of its source material too no. much. I think there's one scene, I remember, where there's... Uh, like a couple, like a whole throng of zombies in a hallway reaching up and trying to, you know, eviscerate yeah. somebody. Mm-hmm. But mostly it's a secret underground laboratory and, mm-hmm. you know, it's a science fiction thing. Yeah. So it's like zombies were big in the 80s. Big? There were zombie films, it seemed They're like. They're about human-sized. It's not giant zombies, not like Attack of the 50 Attack of the 50-foot woman zombies. Yeah, we have a 50-foot woman zombie. I don't... Just little person zombies. Ooh, why is that not animal a thing? zombies? Zombies. Zombies. Um, That's zombies. Yeah. They are. They are kind of touching on giant zombies at the finale of oh. a certain TV show. Very uh, true. That's very true. <laughs> no spoilers. No more. No more. Very cool. Yeah. Mm. But not in the "I'm going to eat you" giant zombie. We don't know. We don't know. Oh. That that might happen. Maybe. That show's full of surprises. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want like giant zombies picking people up and eating. Oh, them. I agree. Mm-hmm. Just like candy. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, yeah, I want to. I want that. We can make this movie. I mean, I if, then we yes. have, no one else is going to do it. Then you know, I mean, I, we I have like shit zombies. Movie. <laughs> I think. Yeah. After that. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So, so there had been like a, a lull in zombie uh, films, and mm-hmm. then uh, there was this kind. of... So they lived in video games. Did you ever play or hear of a game called Dead Rising? Yeah, I played it. I never yeah. played it. It's a it's a video game. It was for, like Dead think, Rising and Left for Dead were the two yeah. ones around that time, weren't they? Yeah. Mm. I mean, and the Resident, I don't know what Resident Evil was on at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Like probably right. Resident Evil 4 or you know, something. Maybe, yeah. Um, but Dead Rising is, uh, I think it was because it was Xbox, you could finally mm. put like a lot more like uh, 
people, you know, like avatars in yeah. the scene. So I was like, we can do zombies, and it's set in a shopping mall. It is. So this cool. is, and it says like you know bears no relation to the George Romero Donna <laughs> Dead or yep, whatever. Yep, not at all. None. But similar, somebody said, you know what we really need to do is we need to remake, we need to bring zombies back in a big way. Mm-hmm. And somebody hired music video director. Was he commercial director? Commer- I'm actually, sure he was commercial director. Actually, in the beginning of this film, when um, the main character, Sarah Polly's character, is in the shower with her husband. And the TV's on, and there's a commercial, and it breaks the news break. That's a Zack Snyder commercial. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> of course. He is. used his own commercial. Of course he did. Yeah. So that's what he was... Because, I mean, I don't yeah, remember I here. Like, this yeah. movie did a couple things. I like. I To be honest, I hadn't heard, really, the name James Gunn prior mm-hmm. to this movie. Yeah, this was this was big for James Gunn. Which he wrote it. I think there was two other ghostwriters, which I think are actually, there, like, pretty good. Yeah, like, it um, was... Um, Shit, who was it? It was, uh... I was going to say it was, like, Michael Tolan or something. Yeah, Michael Tolan and Scott Frank. Yeah. And they contributed to the screenplay uncredited. I think they did, Credited is just uh, George Romero and James Gunn. But, yeah. What a team, though, those two. What a team, right? Like, I definitely, like, watched it this time with the, like, in mind of, like, what we know about James Gunn now as a filmmaker and, like, the relationship we have with him now. And I was like, oh, yeah, you can see his, like, DNA all Mm -hmm. over this. Like, especially in, like, the comedic beats. Like, that's very James Gunn sense of humor. He always has a guy in like a white button up that like is put upon and has to deal with this in all of his movies. Mm-hmm. It seems like, and it, it happens in this one too. You know, underdog hero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I want to know who came up with the montage scene, which is like, I mean, it's refreshing, I guess, in the movie because it's been so intense up until that point where they're like uh, snipering zombies from the rooftop to the the down with the sickness, the, the lounge down, version. They're Richard yeah. Cheese, yeah, yeah. cover. <laughs> yep. That's awesome because it comes out of nowhere, but it's like, was yeah. that written in the script or is that a Zack Snyder thing? That was a Zack Snyder, Snyder thing. He really? actually yeah. he had a few well, songs. Bravo to him. He had a few songs that he wanted specifically placed in this movie, and all the producers were like, no, we're not doing that. And he insisted upon everyone's refusal, and it turned out to be people's favorite parts in the movie. <clears throat> he also had to fight for the uh, Johnny the Cash, Johnny when, Cash the, when the man comes oh, around yeah. for the t- uh, the title sequence. He had to mm-hmm. like argue for that, too. Some of the most memorable, if nothing else, music moments of this oh, movie. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. No one thought they were solid choices. And he's like, no, I put them here for a reason. I want these. And he fought for them. And <laughs> right. I do this. I've done yeah. this before. And me. now that trend of taking like a like a classic kind of like country song or like um, kind of like 60s era song and putting yeah. it against like violent imagery for a trailer. That's oh. in trailers everywhere. Yeah. It's now. slow down version. Yeah. Just, it's, it's everywhere. And I know, I know it's... Back to this kind of, this is like the era where that yeah. stuff came from. Man. I think mm-hmm. the yeah. this is the era where the seeds are planted for all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And the people watching that stuff then are taking those ideas and they keep doing them. Well, now. you think yeah. he did it again in Watchmen because mm-hmm. he put mm-hmm. his title sequence to that Bob Dylan song. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you know, this is like something. It's a thing people are taking from Zack Snyder, whether they realize it or not. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been doing the because uh, I noticed in this movie, he does a thing where the uh, the the Muzak is kind of counter yeah. uh, running counter to the, the, what's happening on yeah. screen. He does that again in Watchmen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember if he does that in like Sucker Punch or any of his later films. Sucker Punch was like a 90 minute music video itself. Like right it was like a nonstop music video. So I don't, yeah, I don't think it had that same the subtlety. The music was specific. Um, but I, I don't know specifically who decided 
But I feel like there is a possibility that James Gunn had something to do with it because the elevator song is Air Supply. Mm-hmm. And if you've seen Slither, mm-hmm. Air Supply is a big part of that uh, movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I just remember in Watchmen uh, when Ozymandias is like, you know, they're playing Everybody Wants to Rule the World by mm-hmm. the music yeah. version of it. It's like, oh, you picked that up from your last movie. Mm-hmm. Or the two movies back. You did 300 yeah. after this, right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, so that was the one where you came up with like the slow motion, the time ramping. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. you don't get it in this. The time ramping, no. Just uh, in this one, he goes for a thing where his his shot, um, it makes the, the 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 like the bullet casings and everything where it's just giant oh, on yeah. screen. I don't know what you would call that. What kind of technique like that is? Macro photography or something mm-hmm. like that. He yeah. Does it with like, there's a lot of like Black fetishization keys. of like yeah. weaponry yeah. in this movie. Like it's always like the gun is like, and a fuck ton of keys. keys oh yeah. Things. A there's lot of key close ups in this movie. Yeah. I don't know why. Lots of keys. And I, I um, remember hearing the commentary on this. They had more key scenes. That oh, they, they had to cut, cut. Them out. They're like, <laughs> what was I'm going on, there, Zach? Why are like, you fascinated with keys? He's like, I don't know my obsession with keys, but there was more keys. <laughs> I want the deleted scenes to be ten key scenes that got had to be cut out. So we got to cut down go, the keys. You go to watch the Blu-ray extras, and it's just a bunch of like a, montage just of just keys like, opening. <laughs> oh my god! Cut in between great. like the blooper reels. Yeah. 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 Um, be so this movie basically throws out the script of uh, Romero's Dawn of the Dead. It's like an in-name only remake. Yeah. Is it a remake? Elements. I mean, would you consider it a remake? Other than it is also a zombie movie that takes place in a shopping mall. I don't know. It's like I mean, a different version of it's it. It's more like an homage than a remake. Because it's, I mean, it's very different story-wise, but it's, I, I feel like he took this opportunity just to... The, basically, the whole movie's Easter eggs of the original Dawn of the Dead, like characters, um, store t- store names. There's a million Easter eggs, and so I feel like it's just more of an homage than anything. Mm-hmm. But it is. I mean, I guess the the original Dawn of the Dead. I mean, if Night of the Living Dead is when you know, like the zombie, you know, the zombie uprising begins. Dawn of the Dead, the original, is when like civilization crumbles. That's pretty much yeah. the right. starting point that they right. went with for, mm-hmm. for for this reimagining. Right. The opening of this movie is it. like it's just batshit crazy. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Where you are ba- you are witnessing the end of the world like yes. from your front porch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think I've seen this done in films since then. I think even in one of the Resident Evil movies, they kind of knock this off. Zombie Land. Oh, Zombieland, Zombieland did almost yeah. like shot for shot the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I love that movie too. Yeah, the cold open to Zombieland is almost exactly the same. But yeah, no, it's great. But it's a pre, it's like a very intense pre title sequence where, I mean, it just kind of shoots the, you know, like the, the accelerator on the movie goes yeah. up, you know, oh, to yeah. like 80 miles per hour and pretty much stays there yeah. through the, because even the opening credits are like this high intensity thing. Yeah. They want to make you know what kind of movie you're about to watch. Mm-hmm. Is the uh, but it's also repositioning the movie, I guess, from like more of a slow building dread or horror film into like an action, more action thriller. Yes, I would say so. Get the horror elements to it, but it's it, it's so many more action beats, especially like we said earlier with the way he fetishizes like his gunshots and everything. Mm-hmm. So much more, mm-hmm. definitely, and obviously way more violent. Mm-hmm. And even the running yeah. zombies, I suppose, like the. Um, they serve to make the the threat 
much that much more threatening. Yes, much greater. Mm-hmm. Um, is there something unthreatening about like corpses just getting up and walking around, even if they're slow? I mean, kind of. As as moviegoers, when we're watching like the old school movies about zombies, they're just kind of sluggish. We're like, how is anyone getting attacked? How is anyone getting like snuck up upon? It's yeah. just kind of. There's so many like, why is this happening? I don't. Yeah, I would I don't never feel get attacked from like. By yeah, that. like somebody mm-hmm. like you imagine someone. Aggressively just running at you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's terrifying. That's like, 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 and get out. Like, and get out. Like, and get out. That's terrifying. Yeah. 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 That is, that's a threat. And now yeah. they're that's also, some shit and now like, they're also like decaying, like dead things. Yeah. Like, oh my God, that's horrifying. I like though that this movie kept kept it realistic with like their capabilities though. Yeah, this isn't like a Twenty Eight Days Later where they're like unstoppable. Like you know they run they run everyone's like a marathon runner and like yeah. they can just scale anything or like World War Z even or how the, like the they ants, can scale like, everything. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, building ants. On yeah, the exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that they are like it's basically whatever kind of muscle memory you had as a normal human is what you have as a zombie. Pretty much is kind of what it seems yeah. like. You know, and these zombies are a lot more. Um, I mean, I guess I would say conscious of capable of reason in some way or, or thought. I mean, it seems like they're more they're you know, paying attention more. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the way to put it. Maybe. I, think, I, th- I think what they did was they gave these more of a glimmer of their of their human side that's still left in there. They're looking for something. Yeah, if they're on like. a mission. They're, Instead of just wandering around, they're looking. They're, they're it hunting. feels like they're actively they're looking. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Rather than the other zombies who are just like, if I come across something, yeah, I'll eat it. Right. But I'm just yeah. going to like, <laughs> I'm be over here in this field if you need me. If yeah. you find food, come get me. But I'm just going to wander around over here. <laughs> right? That's the old zombies. <laughs> the Romero zombies are a problem when there's a lot of them, I guess, right? Yes. It's like, the, yeah. it's, you know, they can knock down walls or break yeah. through, you know, if there's just a whole lot of them. But basically, they're stupid and they're yes. mindless and they right. kind of just, you know, that's why it's easy to, you know, get around them. Mm-hmm. So, so you get enough slow. of them. So slow. And I think that's the thing, too. It's like, you know, you see characters in the original one, like, get overconfident because you've been dealing with these things sure. and, you know, it's almost fun to, like, go through them all and hit them upside <laughs> the head. Yeah. Yeah. And then you become overconfident and that's when, you know, uh, the problems start where these guys are like, I see you and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. they're sprinting at you, making that... <laughs> zombie sound which I'm always like why do zombies make that sound uh, as a call to other zombies is that what know, it is they're maybe? decaying maybe that's it, like the yeah. most capability they have if their insides are rotting their mouth is like melting into yeah. their throat it's yeah. vocals yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's just yeah. a different muscle yeah. Yeah. like they're using because they're still using their other muscles so I would figure mm-hmm. they would use those muscles as well yeah. but that's yeah. really all that can come out mm-hmm. it's like, what's do it again the, fi- <laughs> yeah, the, the physiology of the zombie as he decays, because um, I guess the, the Romero ones are basically silent. The Return of the Living Dead moan, which that was creepy. Mm-hmm. But I mean, this is a creepy sound, but it's like it seems like, you know, either that came from 28 Days Later, because it seems like they made that sound in 28 Days yeah. Later. Yeah, they're very And angry. that's been like a staple of like zombie films ever since ever and ever <laughs> yeah that is the sound of the zombie it made right the there. silence rest in peace yeah <laughs> i mean it, it, i think it makes more sense you know i if the zombie apocalypse were to actually happen i can't imagine they just walk around moaning at shit you know i feel like if they're hunting something they're gonna get more aggressive they're gonna have not necessarily like a snarl because Humans don't really make that noise, but this is like the equivalent of like an animal snarl. Basically, I like them. I like. I mean, I like both. 
Oh, I like it. Oh, yeah. yeah, I'm just saying but, this, yeah. is, this seems more practical. Like if you're going with the humanity, like what is what is what a human we, capable of right. doing? And yeah, what we would end up being. Yeah, we'd be an animal. Animals don't really moan like that. I mean, they can. Oh, I got they a cat can. that's pretty obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just saying. But not if it's hunting. <laughs> Moans at me. Not if it's hunting. I don't know. You have a weird cat. It's a weird <laughs> cat. It's very weird. I like that uh, with this movie, even when humans are zombies, they won't harm a dog. Like I love that. We love dogs so much you that know. even when we are undead, we will not harm you know the dogs. You know I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if that dog scared. died in this movie, I don't think Holly would have brought it here. No. No. I probably would have. I think that would have been it. I probably no. There were scenes at the that. end where I was just listening. This is the first time I was aware of the sound design. where they're in, they're in the truck, mm-hmm. and you just hear the dog barking. I'm like, that sound guy is just there. Playing that, yep, yeah. <laughs> that fully artist. You, yep. Dog's yep. Still okay. there. Still, <laughs> we didn't kill a dog. Still there. <laughs> <laughs> but this is like, I mean, I guess you know, one of the things I think you have to do whenever you do a major film, right? You, if you're doing zombies, you just can't do it again. You have to right. come up with yeah. some kind of new addition to the mythology, right. mm-hmm. and this movie does add the, you know, that even though it's a living, warm body, the dog. Somehow these zombies don't have a taste for it. Yeah, they don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. Which is always like, I'm like, you know, why do zombies eat people? They don't have functioning, uh, you know, guts, right? Yeah. What? Yeah. What is it? The thing that like, like human that eating flesh. people is what sticks in the head. Mm-hmm. Not like, like, I have to go cook. Yeah. Why is yeah. there a human why is that flesh not the thing? switch? Yeah. Just like, I gotta, yeah. I'm gonna jog today. Like, why mm-hmm. is eating people? The the electric impulse that sticks in their brains. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just joggers. That's what? it. That's it. If you had just an overrun <laughs> epidemic of joggers, I mean, that would fuck some shit up. Nobody. I don't think less people would die. Let's just say it that would, more people would. They just collapse from jogging constantly. I mean, I think they're just they just keep going. But I'm talking like congestion of traffic. <laughs> I'm thinking this in a practical way. Like that's the horror that I want to see. Just, like to be stuck in traffic with joggers. <laughs> this is a thing. That's that's my zombie. Apocalypse. The zombie apocalypse is just a Chicago marathon. Yes, yeah. that's it. Every day for the rest of your life. Oh my god. Well, we've, oh. we've tapped into something dark. That's bad. <laughs> that's bad. He's turning oh pale god. right now. Woo. Just the thought of it. Beer. <laughs> but I mean, so the virus is trying to survive and spread, right? And so that's what's controlling uh, that impulse is uh-huh. that the virus is trying to survive and oh, spread. Okay, so yeah, that's, that's why it's... But I don't know why the, it discriminates against, you know, dogs versus humans or whatever. I just, like I said, I like to believe it's that we're like humans love dogs so much that we like we just won't even harm dogs like, oh, yeah oh, yeah oh, oh. yeah it creates a clever scene where you know because that's another thing the original doesn't have is the idea that there is somebody alive uh across a parking lot and the just the logistics of how do you reach this other person you know because that, that whole parking yeah. lot full of zombies is a sight you know that, that's kind of snyder's yeah. really good at making these like really cool visual moments mm-hmm. right i think in all of his movies but i mean it's very apparent in this one you mm-hmm. know just his compositions and filling you know i mean yeah. i think that was the first time in cinema history that we've seen that many just zombies in like one place a gaggle of zombies yeah. this is post like lord of the rings technology or whatever that they're using to fill a parking lot full of zombies yeah there was a shit ton of extra. Well, they said at one point in time they had like created over three thousand different 000. makeup designs yeah. for. The were those real people? Yeah, all yeah. Down there those were the- all Canadian extras. Mm-hmm. A lot of people really wanted to be involved in this movie. There's a scene 
where um, CJ, the security guy, when they're leaving Andy's store, he turns around and he shoots a guy. That's actually a local like film critic. Like people were lining up to <laughs> to be in this movie. I remember. Yeah, there yeah. were several magazines yeah. and stuff that I read where everybody was hoping it to Canada to go be a part of yeah. <laughs> the Dawn of the Dead. I'm sure nowadays Zack Snyder wouldn't mind shooting some more film critics in his movies. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Back then he probably didn't have as much of a thing against him. Now it might be a yeah, little yeah. different. Yeah, he's like, sure, come be in my movie. And now he's like, yeah, sure, come be in my movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Come be in the movie. You can die. Yeah. <laughs> but that um, that relationship between Andy and uh, Kenneth, that was all James Gunn. He wrote that relationship. But I think it's it's one of the best characteristics of the movie as far as as the um, character arcs go. Yeah, it's I nice. love that relationship. It's nice that they have that. And then I think you feel something when th- shit starts going wrong with oh, Andy, yeah. mm-hmm. with Andy when he holds up the sign that he's hungry and everything. Like, oh, no, not Andy. Because mm-hmm. even, you know, you don't hear him at all throughout most of the movie. And then, you know, you get that feeling. Because it's, it's fun when they're just holding up signs for shoot Jay Leno, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah. Like they have a nice dynamic and it's fun. Yeah. I love that relationship. And it and it, it perfectly plays in later on when they're when they're planning their escape, you know. I'm not sure any of the other ones would have instantly been like, we got to get Andy. Mm-hmm. There had to be that one guy that's really connected with him. Yeah. Because then obviously they're like, oh, well, yeah, we have to get Andy. But at first, I'm not sure anyone would have thought of him. Probably not. I have to admit something. Like, I remembered all that stuff. Yeah. But I completely blanked out until watching it again tonight. Like, what actually happened with uh, Lindy Booth, the girl from American Psycho, Psycho 2. Yeah. And Roll yep. Return, we figured it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that she goes after the dog in one right, of those moments yeah. where you're like, oh, no, it's not the cliche where she's got to go get the dog. And she goes into Andy's place and they have to go get her. I completely forgot like that entire oh, yeah. <laughs> bit yeah. of the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, but wh-? I'm like, I'm sitting there going like, what happens to her? Like, why is this? I remember Andy's whole subplot, yeah. but not that one. Mm-hmm. They're a lot nicer people. Because I'd be like, she left for the dog. Bye. Well, especially because we know the dog is going to be fine. Yeah, like uh, that's what makes her actions that much more stupid. Is like we, it's just been proven the dog will be fine. Yes, like the dog, the dog just walked through a whole crowd yeah. and had no problems. Like he'll be fine. Actually, he's probably better off just finding for himself than anything. You yeah. know, taking then you know taking him with you and wherever you end up. You wouldn't right. go get the dog. I I mean, if I thought he was in danger, for sure. But like, it, you can he, whistle to he's him. He's fine. Come back. Oh, yeah, he's stuck in the. He's he stuck can't inside. get out of there. Yeah. 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 That's to go get him at some point. He's literally going to die in there. <laughs> you could die. Well, they were going to go die. past the place and just stick to the original plan. You could die for a dog. I'd probably be too scared to go by myself. Well, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> I'd think about getting the dog, but I don't think I actually. Yeah, you're like, oh, we should get the dog. Oh, oh, wait, there goes the shot. Bye, dog. Yeah. There's that whole thing of self-preservation, which kind of brings us to our characters in this new version of uh, Dawn of the Dead. So you get the the prerequisite, I guess, group that meets up on the roadside, right? This Mm -hmm. is Mackay Pfeiffer and Ving Rhames, Sarah Polly. Right. uh, And uh, Jake Weber. Jake Weber, yep. And... The Russian, the Russian girl. girl. Who's yeah. Yep. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Went on to fame and glory after this movie. <laughs> sure, sure she did. Well, makes yeah. face it's radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she's huge in Russia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, right. I maybe. Know. I, have no idea. I don't know. Maybe. No idea. It's quite possible. It was weird seeing Sarah Polly in this. The first time, Polly, the first time I saw it, because she was like an indie film actress. Mm-hmm. I mean, she'd been in a number of things. And then, uh, but they all, you know, go to the mall, because this is what everybody wants to do, right? In the zombie apocalypse. So and the I thing love, that I we don't that. do is don't go to the mall. 
I love because that everybody line, else though. is gonna be there. When they're, when they're all just like looking so defeated and he's like we're gonna go to the mall like it's just <laughs> sick I think it's hilarious <laughs> it's so spot it really on does, just, like, yeah. we're gonna go to the mall we're gonna go to the mall <laughs> I really wanted like a like an like a music montage of them arriving at the mall though like like an 80s kind of like mall montage that you would get in like any other movie you know I wanted that at that point in time I don't know if that would have fit I don't know. They fit montages in here and there that I'm not sure would have fit either, but they did it. You know, they went for it. So I know I like I like the montages in this. Mm-hmm. I think they're great. But it seems like what, well, the one thing you know. Again, I've made my peace with this movie. Don't get me wrong. But the first time you you watch it, you're like, you know, well, if you're calling it Dawn of the Dead, the um, the characters in the original film, I guess because there were fewer of them, they get to take advantage of like uh, fantasy wish fulfillment of what would it be like if you had an entire mall to yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, which I really don't get out of this version. You and granted, it's not at all. Dude, I don't get it not, at all. Not for a brief moment. I think yeah, you, you get, get it. it the, the one montage. The first okay. montage where the dude's uh, trying, trying on high heels and, and whatnot. And she's and trying on lingerie. Mm-hmm. He's riding the bike around. They're playing basketball. Like, you get it a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, you got to remember, they're also just in this one part of the mall. And granted, like, the focus of this movie is different than the original one. But I guess, you know, it's like, that. it seems like if you're going to be in a mall, you know, it's like, you know, look at all this shit that we have access to. It's all ours. Exactly. You know, it's like, how long can you live in a... First yeah, thing pretty I much. Do is go to, like, Sears and find the best bed. There you go. Right? I've been like, like, yeah. Because nobody else would think about that. They're just like, oh, they'll think about that later. When we're Why did we not get a scene like, of someone jumping on all the beds? Like, yeah, just running. Just <laughs> jumping on all of them, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'd do. Well, in the Snyder verse, that slows the forward uh, momentum, but I guess that's why they didn't do it. Um, yeah. You spend a lot of time at the coffee shop. They're, like, central base is at the coffee shop, apparently. I think that's where mm-hmm. they're keeping all their food. Mm-hmm. At yeah. hallowed grounds. There's not a food court in this mall? I know, what the hell? They said mall. they had plenty of food, but, like, that's the only real restaurant. Bringing, coffee right? shops do not have that much Maybe food. they're just bringing, I think they're just bringing it all back there. Yeah, because doesn't the old yeah. lady bring, there like, drop it off? There is a scene when they're bringing, like, cart, like, yeah. um, cases of drinks and bring stuff. Bring it to a central area. Because yeah. I think they're near the bed, the bed shop and everything where they live. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's why I was surprised that it's like a two-story mall because it doesn't. It seems like it's a straight away. There's no like uh, what rotunda or yeah, whatever mm-hmm. you can see down in the other one. But there's elevators and there is like a second floor. But there's no. You can't see down into the bottom of the mall. Maybe it's the yeah, first just and second two floor. floors and just closed off in the middle. Yeah. I would go to like the Brookstone equivalent and just try out all the dumb shit no one needs. That's what I would be doing. Like all the back chair. massages, yeah, 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 yeah and yeah, all yeah, the fun yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Every day, treating yourself to a massage chair. <laughs> yeah. I love in movies like this, though, where they like, you know, because no actual brand stores will participate. I hate that. They have to it. come up. What it makes Except it, it's for like, Roots. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Roots store. <laughs> there's a Roots. <laughs> what do that they was, do at Roots? It's like um, outdoor gear and stuff. And uh, they've, it's like the North Face of So they Canada. couldn't get REI or, you know, nope, nobody wanted North to Face, be in no Patagonia, nothing. Nope. No, like the alternative the universe, uh, it's alternative me. world. It's yes, yeah. all the brands. Do you see it? KFC? I was, see a PFK. Yeah, PFK. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw that like, on the table. What does it stand for? Yeah, uh, perfectly those. fried Kentucky. I don't know. Maybe they spell chicken with a K because yeah. they're like that. <laughs> the sports was reflex sports. I was like, what does that even fucking mean? Yeah. And I was like, hey, that one bothered me the most for some reason because I, I was like the bookstore. Now I can't remember what it was called. It was like oh. Bookthorn or Bookmark. Book- Bookmark. Bookmark. Yeah. Yeah. Bookmark. <laughs> that stuff's great. Because I, I sit there going like, 
Somebody actually had to go and like redo like all the signage that's yeah. on the uh, like the posters, the advertisements yeah. in the mall, and all mm-hmm. this other shit. Well, they actually had to redo because the this mall that they filmed at um, was it in Milwaukee? Is no, it was it? In, it was in Ontario. Oh, okay, that's right. Uh, Big yeah. Saturday. Sorry, um, nobody was in Milwaukee. <laughs> no, no. no. Um, the mall that they were filming at was going to be completely torn apart and redone. So that's how they were able to film there. They're like, yeah, do whatever you need to do. We're tearing it all down anyway. And so, they did tear it down like after filming was over or something, mm-hmm. so you can't go there today. No. I well, there, I think there might still be a mall there. I know. I think they were just redoing it. Mm. I think they were just tearing it all apart and redoing the whole mall. So there might still be a structure there, a mall structure. I'm not sure it's going to look the same. Yeah, let's all make that Ontario trip to the Dawn of the Dead Mall. Yeah. Hey, people do that kind of shit. Doesn't the go? one in Pennsylvania from the original look pretty much the same? Yeah. From what yeah. I've heard, yeah. like I've seen, I've seen people I know go there and like take pictures on the escalator and stuff because it pretty much yeah. looks the same. Is J.C. Penney still there or Penny's? I doubt. I doubt. I don't know about that, but that's the Monroeville Mall for. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sure if you live in yeah Pennsylvania, you're very familiar with. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But for the rest of us, if you're gonna make the trek, the Monroeville Mall. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so, okay, so the, our survivors get into the mall, and I guess uh, uh, they encounter um, three security guards mm-hmm. who are already holed up in here. And yeah. so this begins our first, you know, uh, tension, I guess, between survivors, right? Yes. Because one of them is Michael Kelly. Yes. You watch House of Cards? Mm-hmm. Doug Stamper? He's yep. great. This is great. like young Michael. Uh, with hair. With, <laughs> with all hair. His, with a little bald spot, but with most of What's his hair. CJ? Yeah. yeah. CJ, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who his is a character who has like uh, a an a arc, which I kind of I liked this when I saw the movie mm-hmm. the the idea that he's a character who changes, but I'm not sure that like I can understand that his motivation feels um, completely genuine. genuine. It just seems like for, all of a sudden for he's why like he gets okay. to where he yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't know. I this think is the guy who's the dick at the beginning, like, you're not coming into my place. And by the yeah. end of it, he is pretty much willing to sacrifice himself in order to help. Yeah, the, it doesn't uh, feel earned at all. Like, because I, like, I get why he's a dick, because, like, as someone who worked in a mall for a long time with rent-a-cops like that, like, they don't have a lot of authority, but they like to think they do, or at least some of them true. do, not all of them. There are some very nice people that work in that position, but a lot of them are like that guy, yeah. you know? So, like, when, I'm, like, those people show up, I'm like, God, this, yep, this is, this seems right, you oh, know? Yeah. So, yeah, his completion of his arc did not make sense. It kind of seemed like we just skipped ahead to the end of it. Well, now, I have a theory. Does, it, a, does I, it involve the magazines? No. Okay. Well, I mean, maybe. No, but I have a thought on his character, which yeah. I which came to me watching this. Like, maybe it's not so much that he's a guy who's just who likes power and then suddenly finds himself with a bunch of it, considering like him making them all his domain. I think when this uh, shit popped off, that he was like his character is so scared of everything that is going on. That he clings to the last thing that he's got that's going to keep him sane is to just continue doing his job Mm -hmm. so much so that he's a huge dick about it. He's just grasping at this to keep himself sane at that point. Which is why he's like, nobody's stealing any shit. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think, but that to me makes his arc, because I think he's not such a bad guy. First of all, I think he's just 
doesn't want to go insane because mm-hmm. of all the stuff that is going on. It's like he's, yeah. he expects that at some point when this is all over, yeah. the bosses are going to come back and yeah. see that I've done a good job keeping the, the mall yeah. intact. But I think it's also keeping him <laughs> like, yeah. there but so he doesn't just break down. But here's the thing. As a security guard of the mall, your job is not to just protect the merchandise. It's to protect yeah. the people inside the mall. Mm-hmm. And he's a dick to them right off the bat. He just is like, as soon as that elevator pops open, he is an, that's like a huge violation of his job right there. So Very like true. he likes to stick to the things he wants to stick to about his job you know he's just scared little scared little boy he's just scared little boy that's it uh was he right at the beginning in what regard (laughs) stay out of my i'm not letting you in you come in here and like we're all gonna die well sure if you're sitting if he was to sit in that mall by himself and not let anybody in and if it's stuck that way i'm sure he'd live longer than all of them like so yeah i mean letting people in is eventually going to lead to your downfall it's been proven, like, in every movie we've ever watched. I know, yeah. I mean, like, every time you let someone in, it's always going to go bad. Yeah, which always. is an unfortunate, uh, like, is that the message of these films that, you know, I saw, what was it, um, It uh, Comes at Night? It Comes at Night, yeah. And not to be spoilery, but, I mean, basically, that seems like that movie is heavy with that message of, mm-hmm. like, you know, you just, the basic way that you survive the apocalypse is... Cut all your attachments. Yep. Otherwise, you're somebody else is going to fuck something up. I'm like, that's a fucking really nihilistic mm-hmm. way of like looking at, at the world. Uh, in this movie, there is kind of, I mean, once you get, you know, once he gets on board with the program, mm-hmm. I mean, basically, as to his timeout, you know, <laughs> yep. they put him away, put him in the holding cell, and then he's able to get out. But there is like a dynamic where it feels like these people from all these different stripes of life are kind of able to function. They may not like each other. Sure. There's that one guy who's a complete ass. All oh, the other guy from uh, Ty Burrell. Yeah. Yeah. From, from modern, modern family. family. It's like, but even though they're still somehow able to, you know, do they work toward a common goal? They do seem to be able Eventually. to like exist together in this same area. I like how he had a boat the whole time and, just never mentioned it or never thought that would be a good option. Like, he's a sizable boat, too. Yeah. Like, it's a pretty big boat. Yeah, I don't know. I think at this point, you're just like, well, this is where I'm going to die. Yeah, I, I think I think that it's a big part of his character, too, that he's just like, plus, I'm yeah. alive. I'm comfortable here. Right. Like, he's not really thinking about. Plus, he's not going to tell anybody that if that's like his backup plan. If that's like his last resort. True. But he casually drops it on them. He casually is like, like, yeah, and we'll all go off on my boat. Like, he yeah. it's ridiculous to leave at this point. Yeah. yeah. Which he was probably also right. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is it's like do nothing. You, yeah, but I mean that's a you know the lesson I take from World, World War Z is that movement is life, right? That uh, if you <laughs> yeah. stay, you die. But it does seem like you know. I mean, if the movies would tell us anything, it's if, once you move, like you're going to lose a significant amount of the people right. that you're with. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So it, will it be worth it ultimately? And you don't even know where you're going. Mm-hmm. I also thought it was kind of weird we didn't see them like packing those two buses full of, like supplies to take with them. You know, like they're just banking on the fact that there's stuff on that island instead of just like we're in a mall with a ton of food and stuff already. Why not? Load Part of up it was because the they left a few that? days early. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was going to say, they you hope few, you get that scene where you see him packing stuff, but they, they did seem to leave in a rush. Yeah. They had a few days that, before they were going to go, and that's when she was like, we're going now, and they're running through the mall. They didn't yeah. have time to pack up. All yeah, so he says five days when he holds up the right. board to Andy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Thanks then they end up doing it like that afternoon, yeah. right? Because of the because dog. Because of the girl and yeah. the dog. Yeah. Fucking dog. Chips. 
<laughs> he was a cute little dog. He was a good they dog. He was such a good boy. What do you call that uh, thing he was like wearing? Saddlebags, yeah. 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 Saddlebags? Yeah. yeah. He likes his penguin. She's mm-hmm. got a penguin for him. Mm-hmm. He's a good boy. Yeah, yeah. that caused them all to die. It wasn't his fault. That's his fault. He was helping. I mean, it was trying. her fault. It was her fault. It's her fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. He was just bringing him a ham sandwich like he was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good boy. Yeah. yeah. He's a good boy. Yeah. Hey, he did his job. He did. <laughs> did very wonderfully. True. And then everyone else failed. Yep. Well, these are the thing. I mean, how do you how do you guard against that? I don't know. Like, I mean, you like, isolate yourself, Colin. You cut yourself off from everyone in the world. You say, "Fuck them." Yeah. I'm going to this live. Is my mall. What world I'm am I going to live in? I don't care. Yeah. See, I'm alive. If I yeah, I see. I would have been happy just staying in the mall with the dog. You know, I like mean, just yeah. staying in the mall with all that, I, yeah, exactly. all that fun stuff to play around with yeah, in the mall and like, the dog. Oh, yeah, I'm go. fine. I'm, gonna... I'm fine. I'll stay here, guys. Yeah, you can dog. go. I'll stay here. I'd, rather, I'd rather starve to death there waiting. Yeah, exactly. It's like, Sorry. is it a it's defensible fun. position? I suppose that's one of the things you need. Can you feed in yourself for mm-hmm. an extended period of time? And I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you got whatever's in the food court mm-hmm. and in the freezers, assuming that the power works. And you mm-hmm. can plant a garden somewhere, right? There's got to be yeah. dirt. Rooftop. They did get a hold of. They did eventually lose power. So that's part of the problem. There's going to be a lot of prepackaged food in the hey mall, man. though. On a long enough timeline, everyone dies. Yeah. So, you yeah. know, yeah. what are you going to do? I mean, you've got a giant uh, flat service rooftop that says SOS. There's people out here. A helicopter can land there. You've got cover. You know, you're. it's locked off from... I would stay at the fucking mall. I mean... Okay, about that SOS thing. I have a super nitpicky problem with how they did that. So, like, it's, like, kind of like a gravel, like, rooftop, right? And, Mm -hmm. like, they paint it, which, good plan, whatever. But they pick fucking this light orange paint. Oh, yeah. Outlined in white. On white rocks. Black, motherfuckers. They use use black on the wall. That's what drove me crazy. There's black on the wall. But then fucking orange and white on the... Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, my God. I was like, seriously? (laughs) You guys are fucking idiots. It drove me crazy, You deserve to not be rescued just for Uh, that. Your graphic designer is showing. I know. No kidding. (laughs) If you want to survive, listener, remember, black paint. High contrast. That's what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Don't outline in white on an already white surface. No. Mm-hmm. no. This is not going to help you. No wonder why they didn't get saved. Mm-hmm. Helicopter didn't say shit. <laughs> yeah. These are just, this is just a movie with dumb people. Yeah. I think that's what we're discovering. Uh, well, our main hero sells TVs at Best Buy. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The voice of reason. It's like, <laughs> well, maybe you want to put a sign up on the. I mean, he's got some good points, but yeah. the, uh, the other addition to the zombie mythology comes in the care of uh, Mackay Pfeiffer and his wife. Oh, his pregnant, who is pregnant. Wife. Luda. Luda, the Russian Luda. Chris. Luda, Chris. <laughs> right? That's her full name? Luda, Chris? Yeah, their last name. I hope their last, last name is Chris. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Wait, what was his name? Mackay. Mackay <laughs> <laughs> it might as well have been. I think most of the characters in this, they never say any of their names. Yeah. There's Rarely. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah. Some of them you don't know. Like yeah. the blonde uh, who's trying on the laundry. I don't know her name. Mm. Yeah. The, yeah. <sighs> nope. Are the, uh, do you think that there are too many characters? Or is it okay? I don't think so. I don't think if they tried to f- f- like really focus on all the characters, it would have been a problem. But some of them, they just give them like. Just a little bits, and that's all they need. I mean, they yeah. need some red shirts, right? Like, we they do. need some people yeah. to get caught in the crossfire. But yeah. we got a star making performance out of the dad, one of the dads from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As as the, the dad to the girl. Uh, what's her name? Uh, oh, is it Matt that- Brewer? Yeah. Max Headroom himself. Uh, oh, really? What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Wow. Oh, yeah. He's basically that. been stuck with Mick Garris movies, but... 
Yeah, he. <laughs> that was, I'm like, hey, it's Matt Frewer. I haven't seen him. In, <laughs> I know, and that's in the last thing I've seen him in. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. sh- he shows up in like every somewhat sci-fi show I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. He was in Eureka and Supernatural, and he shows up in all of them. Oh, all right. I love that guy. I don't see him. Yeah. He brings the pathos of I have been bit, but don't know that the they don't know that the bite brings yeah. the infection and yeah. it's going to cause you a zombie. He's a nice guy with big old cap teeth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's see, what are we going to do? We're going to have to kill this person. This is always the thing that you go to, right? If you're like, you've been bit at some point because I guess uh, the, the zombie infection in this film, this is again, queuing off of like 28 days later or something, right? Like how long does it take for you to die of an infection of uh, the bite and become a zombie? Well, it depends how bad you're bitten. <sighs> That's a good question. It, it seems to vary depending on narrative in this mm. in this movie. Whenever it's like, needed, yes. Yeah, yeah, because that woman in the in the wheelbarrow, yeah, real quick, real quick for her. But it, yeah. I don't know how long like, she the disease and then basically came back. Well, right? how long had she been incubating with the bite? I'm mm-hmm. guessing. Yeah, because she looked rough hours. when they got her. Yeah, yeah. but they said yeah. she was walking around by herself. That's five right. Hours before, and then right. you know, mm-hmm. right. But her husband from... at the beginning got bit in the neck and then was immediately a zombie. Yeah. So like that timeline is just like well. And I guess he, died, he, died, he died. Yeah, he died. So, I mean, I and it doesn't seconds from death. Yeah, if you, you, you die, it's done. You're up. Yeah. And it feels like Micaiah Pfeiffer's wife was like a week before between she was like bitten and it, then she died. You know? Yeah, she was, like, right? Yeah, it was yeah. a long time for her. We don't her. Really know the timeline, though. No, I mean, but yeah. she's been kept in a way in a yeah. room and they said they hadn't seen her for a while. So, yeah. you know. True. We don't know how long that is. The days probably feel so long that a while could mean like a few hours. I mean, when you're all stuck together in a mall. I'll bet he's been like... He had enough time to tie her up over. and all that stuff, though. Yeah. He did, yeah. And, like, make a whole setup in that room. She did seem that's very sweet. far along, though. I mean, like, mm-hmm. she looked like she was ready to, you know, deliver mm-hmm. <clears throat> when well, we first When they her. first got them all, they kept saying, like, we need to find a hospital. So mm-hmm. clearly she knew she was close. Yeah. So you no, think that, a, that, not a hospital, a hospital. A hospital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hospital. <laughs> we need a hospital. <laughs> you think this movie takes place over, like, a week? No, it's got to be more than that. No, I give I it a, maybe like, like a, a month, maybe a month or maybe like a month. On. Yeah, it's long know, enough cause... for Andy to be like, "Hey, um, any food?" Well, that's what I was gonna say. Like Andy runs out of food. How much I mean, food does a gun store have? Yeah, a gun store wouldn't it's have a gun much store. food. <laughs> so it, it might. But maybe he's a survivalist type, right? Sorry, uh, he Andy's seems like he did seem like it. He did seem like it. Jerky, yeah. Some MREs in the back. Yeah. Oh, I was just gonna say MREs in like an army backpack. That's definitely that guy. Yeah, I'd say so. he's a prepper. He's a prepper. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the movie does work up like some actual genuine like character moments and sympathy for them, yeah. which mm-hmm. is, uh, I guess, more than to be honest. I was giving this movie credit for going into it, like going like, ah, they're just going to remake this old thing, and then they do kind of make these little interpersonal mm-hmm. like yeah. connections. It was like, there might be too many people, but you're focusing on the ones that you know. That's got James Gunn all over it. Yeah, yeah, he's a pretty yeah. good writer that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any movie I've seen of James Gunn, like, you start to care about the characters. And not usually the ones you expect to care exactly. about. It's usually the ones you don't expect to yeah. care about that he Very does that so. with. How many of you have seen the Scooby-Doo movies, and who do you not expect to care for in those? The Scooby-Doo movies? He wrote those. I know, but... 
Oh, I don't want to know I've that. Never, I, I, I could go my, the rest of my life knowing James Gunn, not knowing that. Like, I don't need to know that about him. <laughs> everyone I mean, like, that's obviously... He's everyone, right. I was going to say, everyone needs to get paid. Yeah. Everyone's got to get paid. Um, you can't make your art all the time. Yeah, exa- yeah, and that's the thing. He's writing for, what, like 70-year-old property at this point? That mm-hmm. You know, there's not a lot of auteurship in Scooby-Doo, you know? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be surprised. <laughs> uh, bad movies. Bad movies. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You've yeah. seen them? Just bad. Uh, the first one I've definitely seen. The okay. second one... Bits and pieces. Is that pre Dawn of the Dead? On Dawn of the Dead? I don't know. One of them was on TV today. I saw clips of it. Holy coming over it was, yeah. And I was like, I was like, ew, Matthew Lillard, why'd you do this? And then I was like, ew, Freddie Prince Jr., what? Why'd like, you, you guys, why are you guys doing this why to yourselves? Because everyone's got to get oh. paid. <laughs> and what's Matthew Lillard going to do besides a spot on impression of Shaggy and do that movie? Both those movies. What's That's he else going to do? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, Summer I mean. Catch 2? Oh, That's God. a deep cut for oh, Matthew <laughs> Which also had Freddie Prince Jr. in it. No. Oh, man, he did. He was and in Jessica that. Biel. Oh, my God. And Jessica Biel. Yeah, were they Summer both catch. in Wing Commander? I don't, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Wow. Let's talk about deep poles and Wing Commander. <laughs> They're both oh, in She's God. All That. They are both in She's All That. Seriously, they like team up. They, they do, team up all the time. There was... They're bros, dude. Like yeah. the two Corys. They like each other. Again. Yeah. I, I love She's All That. I don't yeah. care. It's a classic that. movie. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Mm. Freddie Prince was not in Twin Peaks, but Matthew Lillard was. Freddie Prince is not in it yet. I'm sure it'll happen. <laughs> See how Colin was like, I gotta bring this back to my <laughs> arena here. I'm losing everything. Yeah. No, no, no. That was the uh, bingo squares for you playing uh, at home. Yeah. Yeah. Colin mentioned Twin Peaks. <laughs> I'm pretty Twin sure Peaks that I've done it yeah. on like at least the last like seven podcasts. All right. Mm-hmm. I told you that Twin Peaks square. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm giving it up. All right, so <laughs> <laughs> no way, man. I don't think you can. Um. All right, so uh, zombie baby, zombie, zombie, yeah, baby. zombie baby, right? Zombie baby. So the idea here being that the baby Zombaby. dies in the womb. Zombie baby. <laughs> Is there a movie called Zombie Baby? There should oh, be one. Should that be. sounds like a sci-fi. sci-fi. I was going to say sci-fi just heard that. Sci-fi just heard that and is already making it. Like uh, copyright 2017 Saturday Night. Some baby. Yeah. Is it yeah. there? Get out with it's an exclamation be. point. Oh no! Oh no! It's a. It's an episode of Z Nation. Ew. Which is a TV show. Ew. Okay. It's called Zombaby. At least yep. we know that somebody responsible was on the case. Yeah. Zombaby didn't let that one get away. No. Some some executive sci-fi though was just like. Honey, I have an idea, and just like jotted that down on a post-it note. That just was now. a that just happened. <laughs> yeah. Waking up in yeah. bed, going, "Oh shit!" shit yeah. Zombie. Yeah. I'm surprised that the zombie baby didn't eat its way out of the womb. That's what it should have done. Missed opportunity. Yeah, I think yeah. so. But I think so. that was maybe that's more uh, uh, um, dead alive, dead alive yeah. than anything yeah. else. Yeah, it feels like it's more that maybe. You know, maybe budget comes into play there too. That's you never true. know. But that's it's, true. Uh, it's been a lot on the, uh, the prosthetic and the pushing oh, the, the foley at that part. The foley uh, made me want to puke at oh, that part. God, like the like bubbly it's sound it's of it, yeah. like pushing up against her skin. I was like, oh god, foley uh, artist uh, is on point uh, here because I hate it so much. He's in the womb. Yeah. I, didn't, I noticed during the end credits the sound designers. Mm. There were like two guys, and they got their own screen. Good, like, good for them. Everything yeah. else is like piled together, but the sound guys were like by themselves. Good yeah. for them. Who else was that, in man. this in the credits of this movie? Hmm. Heather Langenkamp. Yeah, you know why? 
Because her and her husband did the effects for this movie. Yeah. Their company. effects company. AFX, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which we all know because we saw Wes Craven's New Nightmare, am I right? Yep. That's not him, but, you know. Yeah, 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 model no, but yeah, life, yeah. No. that is their life. Model, yeah, it's model after their life. But, that yeah. movie is a documentary, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> it, I mean. And it's scary. Sure. <laughs> terrifying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she's. Uh, I think she did Cabin in the Woods also. Uh-huh. I think she's got some aliens in the Star Trek movies as well. She oh, even awesome. plays one in one of the Star Trek movies. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. In, yeah, they in, do some work. So you're saying she could have had an Oscar, but Suicide Squad got it instead, is what you're yeah. saying? I mean, pro- that's yeah. what she, that's Wow, wow, saying. okay. Are you saying, saying the new, star, like, Star Trek Beyond and all that? Yeah. New Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. wow. So we could, we could have handed, handed an Oscar to Heather Langenkamp, <laughs> but instead <laughs> we gave it to Suicide Squad. Jesus, Way to go, America. I'm more disappointed now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I could get more disappointed, <laughs> but there you go. There it is. I wonder what she does. I don't assume she's a modeler. No, she just, her and her husband own the studio yeah, so okay. i don't know how much involvement they actually have in making the stuff but they yeah. own it and they I started a while ago and she again wears mm. she she's an actress she wears yeah. The yeah. makeup for a lot of stuff too yeah and her husband worked with rick baker for a long time oh so. uh-huh. mm-hmm. that's kind of cool to just you know that she's still you know and has this connection to the horror world mm-hmm. i don't know how into horror stuff she is right. as a person but obviously she's connected to it you yeah. know through the elm street movies but yeah, it's nice yeah. that they don't like just abandon just like Ugh. you hate to find out people like this hate horror and you're just yeah. like eh, all right yeah like, no heather langenkamp like if you guys if anyone ever gets a chance to meet her at a convention definitely do it because she's like loves being there and loves meeting people and it's just a genuinely nice person nice. so yeah i love hearing that about people mm-hmm. yeah definitely do it did you guys notice that the the um kind of like editing process as far as like the color usage in this movie like is I've noticed it's like a theme with the early aughts especially like action and thriller and horror type movies where it's like green yellow and white and those are like the only colors you see and they're really high contrast so where like the white is almost like blindingly yeah. white yeah it's blowing um, out like, yeah it's all blown out Mackay Pfeiffer's head was like so yeah. high contrast it's yeah. blown out yeah, yeah. like like there's and no heart blacks yeah. are crushed I mean it's yeah. like the fucking the beginning of the thing I'm like my settings right here but I'm like it's no, too much Zack Snyder. it's a little much yeah he does that same thing in uh, 300 yeah for yeah. sure yeah. like yeah. that's yeah, all, like Christ the shadows are like just fucking black well, did you ever see um like uh, Inside Man Inside Man had the exact same style it was yeah. so blown out like there are parts where Denzel's talking and his face is just like reflecting mm-hmm. and like the whites are like blinding in that movie and that was like 2005 2006 so it's definitely like an early aughts action thriller type thing to just like blow out your colors mm-hmm. like as hard wow. as you can. move that contrast slider all the way up you know I wonder if that comes from Seven. I remember they were doing like uh, not that Seven has the 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 hot highlights, but right. the crushed blacks, the mm-hmm. silver retention process or whatever they were using. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, mm-hmm. where all the silver nitrate or whatever yeah, that comes up. Yeah, they reattach it to the print yeah. somehow. Yeah. And it, yeah, I definitely think Seven is more purposeful and like controlled with its application of that. Yeah. Whereas like with Zack Snyder, especially Inside Man, like go look at some stills of Inside Man. Like those are just like it was literally like. The, your first time playing with Photoshop or After Effects and you just move the sliders all the way up. That's what that movie looks like. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, that's that. cool. Yeah, and they just leave it like that. It's what, And the brightness and contrast are all the way up. Yeah. It's just weird because it Wait, like peaks for a that? while. That's not a thing you're <laughs> It makes for an interesting visual look, I yeah. guess, going back yeah. there. But is it, like, are we saying that we're past that? Oh, we're yeah, it's not very... happening anymore. Yeah, I, I think it was because people were really starting to get into high definition. I think they're really trying to play that up, you know, because yeah. 
coming out of the 90s into the early 2000s, they're really starting to get into high def. I was surprised watching this tonight. You can actually see, like we saw it on Blu-ray, but and it's coming out from uh, Shout Factory here, possibly by the time that you're listening oh, to yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can actually see like film, spe- you know, like dust mm-hmm. specks. And I'm like, yeah. wow, holy crap, I haven't seen that. In- this yeah. is actually shot on film. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was, uh, I was uh, thrown off by that. I'm just like, mm-hmm. whoa. We don't see that anymore. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also crystal clear now. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys feel like are, are you guys aware of like the like with the new TVs the whole thing about motion smoothing yes. that's called oh, yeah, yeah. right okay. James Gunn yeah okay. James Gunn yeah. again yeah James Gunn James is like Gunn leading the charge Ryan against jo- it Ryan Johnson leads the charge yeah. on Twitter as well um, about turning this it's off. that kind of effect on your TV that makes everything look like a cheap soap opera where everything's just like really smooth and like the characters like they move kind of weird I kind of noticed that a little bit in like a few scenes in this movie like when the zombies are getting run over by that semi truck mm-hmm. like when we see the shot like of the truck coming at us and like four or five of them get mowed down the weight like it was almost like a motion blur effect that like the I'm way gonna, they came down it was i didn't like it i didn't like it i'm gonna chalk that up to the special effects in oh, this sure. more it, so yeah, not it, being it is, great I, it is because you, you feel it again um with the helicopters yeah, the yeah hel- i mean it's 13 years old yeah. you know because those are all oh, composites yeah, yeah. That, like, but it looked like but it looked similar to the motion smoothing thing it looked it's the same type of effect but it's not the same like root problem, but it looked similar to that mm-hmm. kind of motion smoothing problem. Yeah, I'm all yeah. for picking up the charge on this one, too. It's like, if you're listening to this yeah. and you have a fancy TV and it has checked to find out if there's motion smoothing, it's turned on, go turn that shit off. Yeah. Turn off right now. Because you are not experience. seeing the movie the way it's intended. They run at 24 frames per second, and new TVs actually clock down to 24 frames per second. Oh, 23.9. Whatever. 24 frames a second, <laughs> so it can accurately reproduce yes. the film experience Experience, and you're ruining it with your motion smoothing. You Boom. are. End of PSA. There's some other things on there as well. Find this like a guide online to switching all this shit off. Mm-hmm. Find it now. Fix your TVs. All right. Well, before we head into our mailbag and, ra- and wrap up segment of the show, do we have anything else to, to say about Dawn of the Dead? If we covered the plot, our survivors. They get to the boat. Our dude. I love that. The way the ending of this movie is executed. I love it. I love it. Like, I love that it is like little, like, short bursts of clips mixed in with the closing title sequences. Yeah. Because, like, as someone someone that, like, like, I work on a lot of things like title sequences that no one ever watches, I'm like, fuck you. Thank you for putting a way to make people watch these things. Literally, clips until the very end of the credits. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I wonder how Ty Burrell thought about it. I was like, all right, Ty. Uh, on this day, we're going to take you on a boat with a bunch of women, and you just get to hang out while we film shit. We're in so captain's you, hat. Yeah. They'll probably be naked, but this is this is your day. You okay with this? I'm sure he was fine. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was fine. I'm sure he was fine. Well, the movie ends up giving you, well, it's not like a happy ending, but it gives no. a, it does give like a, there's like a closure to the actual movie. Yeah. Which there's a I guess, finality. Definitely. Yeah. The survivors get on the boat and they take off and Jake Weber, because he's infected, has to stay behind and commit suicide yes. <clears throat> because the zombie horde is behind him. Mm-hmm. Would you would you do that or would you just turn into a zombie? I'd probably go for a swim first. Well, it seemed like we're, here's we're the fresh. thing. I don't want to be eaten alive. I guess that's no. the thing. Like, and I think that's what he's afraid of. Yeah. It's not like I'm going well, to wait five a hours. He could wait right a little there. longer. They're right at the end he of the could dock. wait a little longer. He he's wait, got some time. He could have waited until the boat was out of sight. 
<laughs> that's, 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 I never thought about that. That's mean. She could have turned around. That's he could have not, he could have not looked directly at Sarah Pauly while she he was, was doing it too, you know? Yeah. She was literally watching him as it went away. Jesus. Yeah. Like, well, now yeah. seems like a good time. Yeah. What? Uh, so I, I want the cut to they're two feet away from the dock. Oh and then my he decided, god! Yeah. Then he decided to blow his out. Yeah, that's what I wanted. The wide shot. Of, wait, well, hold on, we're not even gone yet. Or like Ving Rhames is still on the dock, like undoing the rope. <laughs> he just falls down next. It's like, oh Jesus! All right, and then he just like pushes him with his foot yeah, into yeah, the water. Like, All right, get, get him off. Yeah. Damn, he jumped the gun. I, I can, this, is, this is where I kind of have a problem with the logic of this movie, though, because they're saying that, like, they're coming to the mall because it's, like, muscle memory or whatever, right? Like, okay, so if you learn to swim as a human, what's stopping you from swimming as a zombie, then? You don't have to fucking breathe. Yeah. Like, what's stopping them from swimming in the water? Don't worry, we got the answer to that in Land of the yeah. Dead, when George Romero came back and made... Because because yeah. of Dawn of the Dead, they mm-hmm. remade his like movie. Zombies. They're like, hey, we, George Romero's still alive. We can make more another zombie movie with him, which was like his like uh, first studio movie in I don't know how fucking long. Mm. He got to do Land of the Dead two years later. Was it a year later? I don't remember. It was like a year or two mm, later. I don't know. Which on, I was like, everybody's got to go see this, and nobody liked it. Except for me. <laughs> Yeah, because it wasn't Dawn of the Dead. I think I at that think point I've everybody's like it. expecting uh, this new, yeah. you know, the new kind of zombies. Yeah, I'm not positive I've seen it. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't think I've seen it either. Really? And wasn't I'm there like sure. Diary of the Dead yeah. after Land that of the too? Dead, the Dennis Hopper one. Yeah. Okay. Because Land of the Dead was the studio John one. Then, uh, yeah. Okay, I've seen this one. And then he did Survi- Sorry, uh, Diary of the Dead was like a low budget one, and then Survival of the Dead was his last one. And that guy just like fucking hit zombies and kept going. Mm-hmm. And I was actually kind of disappointed because I knew he was making. There's a script for a movie called The Diamond Dead, which is about these, um, oh, dead in the title again, but a rock oh, band that, like, dies and then... Uh, <laughs> and oh, like my a, God. That's a musical called, that's comedy. Right up your I was like, yes, he's finally getting to it. Yeah. It was going to be, like, a Phantom of the Paradise or something from uh, George Romero, an opportunity to do uh, Land of the Dead, and, and there went The Diamond Dead. So yeah. we'll never... There you go. No, we'll never the know. Diamond Dead. Yeah. You should probably maybe check out Land of the Dead. It's just they're not fast zombies. Yeah. Yeah. But it is like a pretty decent movie. I would check it out. Yeah. I just, yeah. I don't think I ever actually got around to it. I'd watch it. There you go. Uh, so does that, uh, that bring us to uh, time to summon our mailman? I think so. Answer mm-hmm. some listener mail? Sure. Yes. Please. All right, Igor, bring us the mail. Masters, masters, the mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising, rising. Why, thank you, Igor. Thanks, Igor. I like that he thinks he's chips in this situation. He's got the little backpack on, like for the little <laughs> saddlebags. Yeah. He just runs it over to us. Is that what he's bringing it to us yeah. every week yeah. from now on? Yeah. Right? He wears it on his head, though. Like... It's a little weird. <laughs> Oh. He's trying. He's trying. It's sweet. He thinks we'd go back for him in a zombie apocalypse. Oh, <laughs> I mean, he'd be. Like, he would. He would run them. He would like be the king of the zombies. Yeah. Isn't he a zombie kind of like? Yeah, he's mostly like, there he's already. Mostly he's there. like half a zombie already. Yeah. I don't think he'd have a hard time. You know, yeah, I think he'd be, he'd be all right. It's, it's when he starts in. looking at you while you're sleeping. That's when you <laughs> yeah, he'd, he'd be. He'd weird. be like the smartest of the zombies. Yeah, he'd really? find himself like a side piece. He'd be okay. Thanks, Igor. Thanks, Igor. Why does he always just stand like right there when we talk? Well, real quick, let's uh, remind people how they can get a hold of us and uh, participate in Igor's mailbag. They can get a hold of us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. On Twitter. At Sat Freak Show. By email. Saturday Night Freak Show at Yahoo.com. Or on Instagram at Saturday Night Freak Show. 
about Dawn of the Dead, the <clears throat> uh, B-Movie Poster Vault writes in huh. and says, uh, I was incredibly impressed by this movie. They showed respect for the source material while giving it plenty of new twists and cranked the action sequences up to 11. He says it's right up there with the remake of The Fly in the skinny group of remakes that didn't suck. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. For sure, for sure. I mean, let's put those two in there and start there. Yeah. I just I was like I was <laughs> like <laughs> All right. We'll expand upon that. I will say the Evil Dead safe. I would say the Evil Dead remake was really good. Yeah. I we, thought we the Evil Dead remake was really good. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put the, the thing in there. No. Well, the, well, well no, no, which no, which no, one? Carpenter. The okay. I was like, are you talking about the 2011 one? Because yeah. no, no, no. John Carpenter for sure. Yeah. Evil uh, Dead's probably better than Texas Chainsaw, but Texas yeah. Chainsaw the remake had like an awesome like 20 last 20 minutes. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about Texas Chainsaw 3D? No. no, no okay. No, no, like oh, first, with Jessica the Jessica Biel one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which I think that kicked off the, like because of Platinum Dunes. That was the remake that made all these horror remakes possible. Yeah. Texas Chainsaw and then Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. Like. And then uh, they just kept going. Do you remember the Dawn of the Dead? This one opened the week after Passion of the Christ. Yikes! Oh, really? Because I just remember seeing Passion two of the Christ. Zombie movies, like two zombie movies, two weeks in a row. Dies and, <laughs> and then the following week, it was <laughs> dead people walking. Oh, yeah. I love it. There, there it is. is. It also made back its budget in one weekend. I wouldn't. Damn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, ben W. Dorwin says uh, that this movie is a classic case of style over substance. It lacks the depth of the original, and the characters are barely sketched out at best. I mean, yeah. I feel like I, I understand why Sarah Polly doesn't have like a huge career after watching this recently. I'm like, oh, I get it. Like, She's pretty cardboard. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not a huge fan of Sarah Polly's. I, yeah. like, I think her character is appropriately written, but I'm not a big fan of hers. Yeah. Right. Uh, Nick Siebel writes in says, uh, Dawn of the Dead 2004 set a new standard for zombie films. He says it's definitely better than its original. I remember seeing this in theaters while in college and loved every minute of it, including the Down the Sickness cover song. The film put director Zack Snyder on the map, and he has since become highly overrated. True. I mean, uh, I agree with the Zack Snyder sen- <laughs> sentiments for sure. I don't feel like you can really compare it to its original because they're so different. They're very, yeah, different. very different they're movies. Very they're different. they're two halves. They're two sides of the same coin. You know, yeah. like you gotta have. You can't have one without the other. I don't yeah. think. And that's just it's just different versions. Mm-hmm. It's not dumb for completely yeah. different time periods. Yeah. You know, yeah, nothing wrong with that. I think it works. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, Drew Scott writes in and says, uh, "This is uh, probably one of the few series where I like and respect both of them." the original and the remake in their own right. Yeah. Romero has that slow drawl to his, which is bleak and lifeless. Zack Snyder just made Romero's film fun and gave it that MTV music video feel. Am I yeah. the only one? Oh, yeah. There's total. There's a total mm-hmm. MTV generation thing to mm-hmm. all of Zack Snyder's stuff, not just this. Uh, about our episode on Beyond the Black Rainbow, Chris Huddleston writes in, well, it's because we mentioned that it, the movie was, there's an homage to the black hole in it. He says the black hole needs to be a future pick for the freak show maybe chris maybe i mean i know nothing about that movie yeah, so i'm I, not i, I, I can't really comment on sci-fi it's like mm. star wars disney, disney went sci-fi. all in oh there's tron in the black hole and yikes i call him uh and horror they did horror watcher in the woods yeah <laughs> disney horror disney horror something wicked this way comes okay. oh yeah i've seen that uh radio sync writes in and says i love beyond the black rainbow 
Well, thank you very much, Radio. Good for you. It's on me. Good for you, man. You can have it. It is yours. I won't take it away from you. That's your cross to bear, buddy. It's the last we'll speak of it. All right. So we'll go around the room and do our wrap-up so you'll find out what we actually thought about tonight's movie, Dawn of the Dead. Colin! What did you think about Dawn of the Dead? Uh, I thought this was a... I think... um, this is a, think? It's a good movie, right? Mm. Uh, I wish it had a different title. I think it, because it's so different than the original film, which I think uh, the original Dawn of the Dead, I think is better than Night of the Living Dead, and it's probably one of the best zombie movies. And barring that, I think it's one of the best horror films and one of the best American movies ever made. I really love the original Dawn of the it's Dead. good. Uh Romero's going after something very different than than Zack Snyder is, right? I mean, like, Romero's trying to make a film. Yeah. Uh, You know, Zack Snyder's making a movie. Uh, It's making a flick. But it's not entirely, like, his version, you know, avoids the whole, like, uh, satire of consumerism. I mean, it just, like, throws that out the window in favor primarily of, uh, you know, action movie thrills. But there's still enough of, like, some kind of, you know... This movie was released post 9-11-2001. This is, and this is also why I think like that event kind of um, in the, you know, the cracks that it made in the American psyche kind of gave rise to the zombie movie. It's like, you know, this idea of some type of revolution or the, you know, that there's like this horde of, you know, like it just feels like the weight of the world is, you know, I don't know, like everything's up, you know, the world's ending basically. Is the way that this movie starts at the beginning. Quote, unquote, foreign invaders. Yeah. I mean, it's weird that it starts with, like, you see, like, a mosque or something in the Middle East in the credit sequence. Everybody is, like, praying. Yeah, there's a know, lot. Of, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, like, the apocalypse. It's like, is it, like, the apocalypse starts with a holy war. I don't know. But. Um, I think Zack Snyder just hates Jews. They're Muslims, uh, Sean. Those <laughs> yeah, are Muslims that's... praying. No, I'm okay. just going straight for the Jews. Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it's like, so some of those, I think, um. Um, tender spots in the psyche are there in uh, Zack Snyder's version of it. So it's like it's not completely like without some kind of interest beyond just being like a thrill machine. But Mm -hmm. I think like that's primarily what his focus was. I think he delivers on that like gangbusters. It is a thrilling experience. It's a horror movie, you know, with the, uh, you know, you got running snarling zombies and, you know, all over the place. Um, I really dug it, I guess, is the thing I'm saying. Um, if uh, it wasn't called Dawn of the Dead and I didn't have the reminder of Romero's movie hanging over it, uh, I think I'd like it even more. If it was just like, well, this is an original thing and it's called whatever the hell. And, you know, yeah, it takes place in a shopping mall. But, you know, beyond that, uh, yeah. I think it works, you know, really well as like a modern. It's one of the best of the modern zombie movies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe there was something later on that, you know was better i don't know but uh i think by that point in time you're kind of like well i saw this already in dawn of dead i mean walking dead is like well you know but we had this already this is where this is coming from the whole zombie resurgence so and it feels like 28 days later and resident evil kind of teed it up but dawn of the dead was the movie that delivered and yeah uh, Mm -hmm. as a it's a example of how to do a remake right because the director brings a sense of style and personality to it Um, it's not just a carbon copy. It's not, you know, a complete cash grab. There is something going on here. You got James Gunn and, uh, 
and Zack Snyder paired together. I think this just kind of worked. And I'm surprised, you know, some of the people who are in it, it's like, oh, I've seen you do stuff after this. So it's like. That's always encouraging. It's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you were in Dawn. You did that way back. And you're still doing stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. So um, I would definitely recommend it. It's one of the best of the horror remakes. It's a, one of the best horror movies of uh, the past. What are we? A little more than 10 years on from it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. See it. If you haven't already, you already have, haven't you? You can tell me. Don't <laughs> they, all right, Paul, yeah. <laughs> Sean, what do you think? They've all seen that. I think everybody's seen this movie. I think so. Um, I don't have as big an attachment uh, to the original Dawn of the Dead. I've seen it a few times. I mean, it's really good. I like it. But uh, it's not like I can't... Uh, I can separate them, I guess. Like, I understand... Like I said, it's just two different versions of kind of similar stuff. Mm-hmm. But Zack Snyder does it... Uh, he does this movie very well. Like, um, uh, I, I like uh, I like his visuals in this movie, um, and that's you know, uh, I think it works well for this uh, for for a zombie movie. Um, the action's pretty good. Um, I know that like it's, it, this movie would make me tired. Like, for me, this is like peak modern zombie movie for like big action spectacle. Um, so I think out of like all of them, like this would be the one I'd go back to. Um, I don't think I would revisit that whole thing, uh, the whole like genre a lot. Cause right. like all I need is watch this and now I'm good for a while after watching this tonight. Cause like I'm a little tired right now after watching that movie. Um, but he did it very well. And like I said, when we were going to like, the the road up to peak zombie like this was a a big one in that so he did very good um it's my favorite Zack Snyder movie it's not saying much it's not uh, I, I mean know, it's, it's not uh, what's that owl movie he did Legends of the Guardians yeah maybe it's that one I'm kidding um yeah it's probably my favorite Zack Snyder movie I think his uh, his taste and his aesthetic works really well for this. Um, when he tries to take it from this into other movies, it doesn't do as well. So I think this kind of, it all came together for him in this movie. Um, I definitely recommend it. Uh, yeah. Thumbs up. So long before I had seen this movie, I had heard about the legendary title sequence because in the beginning you like, you see, um, the names pop up and they're kind of like wiped off screen. Um, and like this weird kind of like almost like blood splatter trail. Um, and, and I had heard so much about it because it's actually a practical effect. They actually had a piece of glass with these names written on them in like a red kind of like erasable ink and they would spray bottle it off with like a black cloth hanging Mm -hmm. behind it. So it's all practical effects. So like all I had known about this movie before I saw, for the first time a couple years ago was like it's got this amazing title sequence you gotta watch the title sequence it's so <laughs> it's good Kyle Cooper right? yes that's, yes uh, it is mm-hmm. he's come to like imaginary forces uh, or something, something like remember. that yeah I can't remember the he title exactly seven, yeah right? yeah. They, yeah Kyle uh, Cooper has uh, done every David Fincher movie yeah basically <laughs> every Fincher movie title sequence he's done uh, if you've ever seen a really dark film that had a stylized title sequence that's he's pretty much done them uh, and yeah so I was just thinking about that and I'm watching the title sequence trying to see like if I can see where they sprayed it and where it comes on and stuff but um zombie movies are not like my horror subgenre it's not something i have a lot of attachment to because i don't feel like there are a lot of new ways to go with them uh but this yeah, movie it's hard to make it fresh yeah it really yeah, is. It is we live in a world where warm bodies has happened they've, they've oh, played out yeah. we, we don't speak of that we don't need to talk about warm <laughs> yeah. bodies yeah <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I mean, I respect George Romero for all he's done, and I recognize the greatness he's done, but like, I just don't find myself revisiting his movies very often. Um, but this movie, I think, like. Unless it's Monkey Shines. 
Monkey shines, but that, yeah, yeah, monkey shines. I will revisit just for the absurdity that it is. Yeah, <laughs> but disgust me. Uh, <laughs> I think that this movie, um, I mean, it, it, it's opportunistic for the time it came out, right? Because like we were talking about, it came out at the uptick of like people were really into zombies, and it was really on the upswing. Which actually, if you look at um, history. Public interest in like zombie culture always ticks up when the economy is bad and then it drops off when the economy like kind of levels out. So, listener, look at some map, some timelines, and look at some like zombie popularity and draw your own conclusions from that. But like, it has been a proven thing throughout time that when our country is at war or in economic distress, zombie movies really explode in popularity. Um, we're like, it could be worse. Yeah, yeah. We, we, this is our <laughs> escape. Like, this is what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this movie, I think, uh, it really, you know, it's it's only a like, it's original in its name and in some yeah. of the characters. Um, I it made me realize how much I miss seeing Ving Rhames on screen. Oh, God, Honestly, yeah. I was like, oh. he's so good, and so like, really good in this movie. Why is he so not great. like like? I feel like the only time I. Am around him now is when I hear the Arby's commercials. <laughs> you know, like we've got the meats. Like that's the only time Ving Rams is ever in my life now. <laughs> Three double D, the last thing. Stop. Eight. Yeah, get out. <laughs> uh, but this movie, That'd it's be. got a. I agree with a lot with Colin said about it, and what Sean said about it. I think it's got a lot of good things going for it. I think it's definitely worth a watch. Um, it's definitely two sides to the, of the same coin to its yeah. original. You can't have one without the other. You just have to watch them both and love them both separately for what they are. Um, yeah, so I would. Definitely Definitely recommend it. Holly, what did you think? Um, well, I, I'm going to try to be quick about it. I, I love this movie. That's obviously why I brought it and why I teased you a few months back saying I was going to bring it and then change my mind. Um, it's, we it's, do that. Yeah, we do that We're sometimes. still waiting on Urban Legend. Sometimes. Oh, <laughs> you're still uh, waiting on Urban Legend. You're, yeah, you're waiting on that one. Um, so, funny story about this, about this movie and my experiences with it. I had gone through... Um, I'd gone through ministry training. I was going to be a minister, believe it or not. I know, crazy. And I had gone to a Christian high school, so there was a good six years or so that I was very immersed in a certain culture, and I didn't watch rated R movies for that whole time, like, of any kind. Mm -hmm. Didn't listen to any, like, worldly music. No slipknot for you? No slipknot. No no down with the sickness No down with the sickness. sickness. Um, So coming out of that six years, this was the first rated R movie I watched. This one. <laughs> wow. I mean, go and, hard. Go yeah, hard. No, this you know? is it. And I was like, I'm home. Like, this is it. This movie brought me back. And I, I realized how much I missed good movies. Um, so I have a special fondness for this. And on top of that, it's actually just a really good movie. I love it so much. Um, I'm not a... Just, <laughs> Like everyone here, I'm not a big fan of Zack Snyder. Um, I do like 300. I know it has a lot of flaws, but I actually do really like 300. But this one is my favorite. Um, and that's where my Zack Snyder love ends, is this and 300. Um, but I thought he brought his A game for this. Like, I feel like he may have just... This is his peak, and he's just gone downhill from here. But this is this is top Zack Snyder. This is such a wonderful movie to watch it it's so enjoyable um the writing is i didn't know for a long time that it was james gunn but knowing that it's james gunn now he's he's just all over it and it's fantastic um the writing's great the effects are the effects are fantastic like michaela said earlier there's over three thousand practical zombie effects and they actually 
studied real forensic photos to make these effects more realistic. And I just think they they play so well on camera. Um, <coughs> sorry, I'm frogging my throat. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it a lot. I can understand why why Ving Rhames actually wanted to be a part of this movie. They wrote they wrote his part with him in mind, and they didn't even approach him. He approached them. They're like, he's like, I need to be a part of this movie. Hmm. And I thought that was really it. It speaks a lot of this movie that people wanted to be a part of it so much. Um, they yeah, Ken Fariback. They did. I, yeah, we didn't mention that. He, no. he, he was I love back his little the, part in this. It's I love it. As the minister, yeah, it was fantastic. The televangelist, yeah, yeah, saying that you all brought this on yourselves. Yeah, yeah. basically. Walk there. You got to say the line. <laughs> yeah, yep. he did. said the uh, line. Scott, That's a great line. Is it Scott Reiniger or Scott Reiniger? Mm-hmm. He's uh, the army, the military uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. general. Yep. Yeah. Tom Savini. He's a sheriff. Yeah. 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 And Galen Ross got to appear as a uh, as a storefront. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only guy I'm missing is that other dude from Dawn of the Dead, whose name I can't remember. But where was he? I wish yeah. Ken Forey would have been wearing the fur coat, though. Mm. Like I really wish he would have been wearing the fur coat <laughs> as a minister. Yeah. Just sitting in his. Yeah. Yeah. No. Honestly, I thought all of the little Easter eggs to the original Dawn of the Dead were, were fantastic. I don't think any of them were cheesy. I thought they were all great. Um, so, yeah, I don't really... I know it's got its flaws, but I don't really have anything bad to say because I think the flaws are just kind of white noise in comparison to how well the rest of the movie is put together. So, I definitely recommend it. I think everyone should see it. I think it's one of the best zombie movies. Definitely the best in the past 20 years. So, for sure recommend Dawn of the Dead. All right. So that's four recommendations. That means you have to watch it. Dawn of the Dead. Uh, Next week, we're going to watch a movie that's chosen by... Michaela. Michaela, That was fast, Sean. Yeah, Sean, you're (laughs) on top of it. I think I figured it out. It's always harder because you have a longer name. It's easier to just like, Holly! Colin! <laughs> Michaela! <laughs> I'm sorry there are so many syllables in my name, Sean. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's uh, harder. There's an extra syllable. Yeah, yeah. 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 it really messes with me. Yes. Okay, I like to keep things simple. <laughs> it threw us off. All I can right. even yell my own name simpler than that. <laughs> well, guys, we are the Weirdos, Mr. We're going to watch The Craft. Hells yeah. yeah. So, listen, we've got, uh, we had our vampires, we yes. had our zombies, now we're getting our, our witches. witches. Yeah. Uh, Halloween, baby. Getting yeah. them all. Yeah. God, there's a mummy movie coming, isn't there? Oh, shit. Oh, no. No. What? Or a Wolfman movie. Could be a Wolfman movie. Oh, could be we had God. dog soldiers yeah. like a month ago. That's right. We did do dog soldiers. We did dog soldiers. soldiers. We, did dog soldiers. we did mummies not too long ago. Too. Okay, yeah. I was going to say yeah. we did. Uh, <laughs> well, we hope that you Zombie strippers. Uh, oh, no. For our next episode. <laughs> yes. The craft. Mm-hmm. Next, uh, next uh, week. A week from now, we will right. be recording that. Woo. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so long. <laughs> All right. Well, until then, the basement is going dark.